Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Dank and Ryan Huang with you. It's time now for Why It Matters. And I'm going to talk about the semiconductor industry here in Singapore. It's pretty good. Uh, outside the big four in Asia, which are Taiwan, China, South Korea, and Japan, Singapore's got the largest semiconductor manufacturing industry around. And we have a favorable taxation and regulatory regime that, of course, makes it one of the world's most advanced economies. Singapore also has a good talent pool, some very highly skilled workers as well as the ease of connectivity that of course promotes a thriving semiconductor industry. Now, to meet the demand for next-gen devices, Singapore has made a new $210 million joint research investment with semiconductor equipment maker Applied Materials. This happened in December last year. Despite the demand, the industry is still kind of finding it hard to fill the gaps in their workforce, though. So what is it like working in the semiconductor field in Singapore? How do you get into it? Well, on the line with me this morning is Tan Lee Issa, Senior Director of HR Talent and organization development for applied materials. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Thank you for having me on the show. Lisa, we we, we have a very interesting topic, uh, the semiconductor industry. I I think it doesn't get enough attention here in Singapore. But before that, okay, I want to get to know the the company Applied Materials. Tell me more about it and what's its footprint here in Southeast Asia. Elliot, let me start by asking you a question. Sure. Do you happen to own a smartphone? Of course. I also have a stupid phone for occasions where I don't want my smartphone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that phone, stupid or smart, that you hold in your hand, is made possible by applied materials. Right. Yeah, household. We make the equipment that produces the semiconductor microchips that power your devices. Okay. And so we are the world's number one semiconductor equipment manufacturer. And we provide all this equipment, the services and the software to all the semiconductor and related industries. So I'm guessing your footprint goes beyond the smartphone, obviously. Well, the possibilities like chips for TV, flat panel displays, things like that? Yeah, our materials engineering solutions are used to produce virtually every new semiconductor chip in the world. So all around you, you probably have a device Mm. enabled by our technology just an arm's length away. Phone, cars, uh, microwaves, televisions, many of them have the microchips that are produced by our equipment. Yeah, if we didn't have you guys, we'd be back in the Stone Age. Okay, let's <laughs> let's talk about the industry here in Singapore. I, I guess I want I want to talk a little bit about the workforce demographics. You know, we very often we, we, we talk about say the IT industry. Oh, we need more females. What, what's it like? I mean, I'm speaking to a female right now. What's it like in the semiconductor Im- industry? More males, more females, or, or is it getting more and more balanced? Uh, we actually have a diverse workforce. Okay. Uh, there is no better time than now to join the industry, whether you are male or female. We are experiencing unprecedented growth and we need all the talent that we can get, especially talent that is passionate about engineering and technology. Okay. Uh, so here's the HR question uh, for you to sell a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, you talk about how, you know, it, it is a booming uh, sector in that sense, especially with tech advancing, right? So where are the gaps? What's, what's the issue here? What, what kind of talent is the semiconductor industry short on? You know, um, Elliot, you know, over the last two years, many people have been thinking about their jobs mm. and many people want good jobs with good career growth, right? So for us, we provide that. 
because of the growth of our industry, both globally and in Singapore, we are looking for different diverse talent that's willing to come in and support the various activities that we have. In Singapore, we have research and development, which you just mentioned at the start of the show. Mm -hmm. We have manufacturing, we have field engineering services and support, and we also have many corporate functions that not only support Singapore, but also support the region. Mm. So we need a diverse set of talent, but particularly in the areas of engineering, manufacturing, research and development. Yeah. I wonder though if there is any or there are any misconceptions right now because, you know, during my time, it's okay, you're going to go tertiary education, go and do engineering. Sure, got future one. Now, if you ask people what they want to do for their tertiary education, it's something to do with tech because tech is sexy. Are there misconceptions? Actually, that's a great question. There are misconceptions and many times when people think of manufacturing, they think it's a hot and dirty industry. Yeah. Well, the semiconductor industry is the exact opposite. We are ultra clean and it has to be operating in a cool environment because that's how the equipment needs to have to function. So uh, the manufacturing industry, especially for semiconductor, is an advanced manufacturing facility and we really need people who want to make that a leap and make that difference and join us to drive the growth there. Mm. I've got a very trendy question for you, uh, especially in the <laughs> back of the pandemic, right? Um, especially at Applied Materials. When it comes to filling up headcount, uh, when it comes to post-pandemic, where, where do you see people within your industry pivoting to? I mean, what are, what are some prospects that they can look forward to? So, you know, during the pandemic, the semiconductor industry and applied materials in particular, we never stop operating and we continue to grow our talent pool. Okay. So where do you, where can you see the opportunities? There are in various areas, uh, but one of the big things as it has taken over many industries is the area of data. So a lot of times when we hire people, we are looking for people with the background and the interest to understand data and use data to make intelligent decisions. So if you have a knack for that and you have an interest in understanding engineering technology and using data to make insightful insights and decisions, uh, this is the role for you. Right. Right. Yeah. I, that's impressive because then the, the way you describe it, it's really not that much different from someone who is in an IT job because it's also about analyzing data. So you can easily pivot. Yeah. In fact, we have during the pandemic period, there were industries that were downsizing right. and we took the opportunity to offer them an opportunity to make a switch. So we had hired many people from the industry such as aerospace, oil and gas, and many others, you know, that were actually slowing down. They joined us and they transferred the knowledge and capabilities they had together with the training that we provided. They were able to make the switch seamlessly. And I'm pleased to say many of them are doing very well in the semiconductor industry over the last two years. Wow, that's fantastic. So it's not so much what you have currently, mm. Elliot. Mm. It's the mindset that you bring to want to continue to learn, relearn, and learn new things. Mm. So... That's really the most powerful skill set that you can bring to any new job. I agree. You've got to have that innovative mind, right? That curious mind. I understand you guys at Applied Materials also have quite a number of uh, initiatives uh, done towards the, your, your employees for you know, things like growth and development. Could you share some of those with us? Sure. So, you know, innovation is key to what we do in our industry. It's very fast-paced and dynamic. And so we have to make sure our people are ready for the next technology inflection. We invest heavily in our training infrastructure. So 
just think about our systems and programs that we have, it's well recognized. And I'm very proud to say that last year, we were awarded Training Magazine's sixth ranking, world ranking, as organizations that excel at training and human capital development. Wow. Not only that, you have the system there, but you have to give our employees time to leverage all these opportunities. And last year, our employees completed over 75,000 hours of learning. Mm. And that's an average of almost 60 hours per person. So we have many training opportunities, programs, this online or in-classroom. But I think most important as an HR professional, our philosophy is not just training you for the job that you have currently. We are also training you for the future, Elliot. So yeah. we try to put in programs that enable our people to be ready for AI, Internet of Things, all the things that we enable as in terms of the technology. We want our people to be comfortable for so that when it happens, we are ready for it. Yeah. It also creates a bit of pride in, in your work the more you understand about what you do. Uh, though HR-related question here, is it hard to, to encourage employees to take on these growth and development courses? Well, we make sure that the opportunities and the platforms are available for all to partake in. Sure. So it's on, many of our online classes, in fact, are free. Mm. So as long as you have the passion to learn and you want to continue to upgrade yourself, opportunities are there. In fact, not only that, we do have employees who go the extra mile. So for example, we had Nazir, who is one of our technicians. Mm -hmm. He joined us as a diploma holder. And after a few years, he decided he really enjoyed working with his hands and really understanding the mechanics around manufacturing. He went on to do a part-time degree and of course, sponsored by Applied Materials. And today, I'm proud to say that he's actually a manager in one of the manufacturing teams. Wow. So these are the kinds of opportunities that we offer our employees. That is a fantastic story. And, and just a, a final question, uh, Lisa, and this one, um, we're going to speak to the parents right now, parents whose kids are probably deciding what kind of tertiary education they want to take on. If one of them was interested to get into the semiconductor industry, how do you get in? What would your advice be to them? So for those students out there, you know, you have many, many options to choose from. I would say that, you know, depending on what you decide is your passion, one of the things that you really have to learn is how to use data and think about data. I think that's critically important. If you want to move into this industry, that is one of the areas. The other one, of course, is in STEM, right? Science, technology, yes. engineering. Those are the industry and the disciplines that we hire the most of. Okay. But we also have diverse uh, job roles for the other areas like supply chain, manufacturing, even in corporate functions. So as the whole industry is growing, Elliot, it doesn't just mean that we're hiring purely engineers. We hire from a whole range of disciplines. Sounds like an exciting industry to be in. Mm-hmm. Tan Lisa, Senior Director of HR Talent and Organization Development for Applied Materials, on the line with me. Really appreciate your time this morning. You take care and stay safe. Thanks very much. Have a great day. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.